Hey guys, welcome to Rediscover You. I'm your host, M. Swain. And if you landed here today, it is 111% not an accident. It means you're ready to fall back in love with life and rediscover you. This juicy little podcast is here to tell you about my authentic story of how I awakened and to give you the full spectrum of a journey to self-rediscovery. My heart's desire is to give you access to the rather wild journey life has taken me on. Plus, to give you insights into all the tools, processing, and the holistic approach to healing I have discovered, which I know will help you begin to fall madly in love with life too. So, let's get started. Hmm. Okay, guys. Let me be honest with you. The human experience is full spectrum. There are so many parts of me I've been hiding for so long. And in the current flow of my awakening, my path and my life, I'm being put into positions of light that no longer let me hide. It's a massive inner alchemy. It's light being burned alive and then becoming a bright shining light. It's amazing to me how the entire universe is just like this too. For every light, from your lamp to the sun, something must burn. I wrote this journal piece, which I'm now recording into a podcast over a few days. These days reflected the burning of my own fears, anger, and past experiences. And from it, a new form of flow of consciousness came, of light, of inner truth. These thoughts and perceptions and channels flow through me and are now a truth which I find increasingly I cannot help but find undeniable. I have done my best to put them and write them down clearly, to open space for new perceptions, and in the same flow, be open about some of the fear and the purging and the fire that happens within me every time I open and expand my own consciousness to bring a new form of life into this planet. Life always happens for us and then through us. The inner fires burn away, and it's a lot. But then the full power of life can flow through us, for others, to begin their journey of awakening and elevation too. And isn't that what it's all about? This is the light that came from my own fire. And I pray it ignites something within you too, a new truth a gateway to your own inner awakening. You know that there are three big paradigms of consciousness and embodied soul workers currently at play in this world. I say embodied soul workers because we are not our bodies and we are not our minds. We are the souls or energies that have embodied into our bodies and have formed a perceptive lens to view the world through in the form of our conscious and subconscious mind. So, as souls, there's three paradigms or dimensions of consciousness at play. You have the 3D paradigm and then the 4D and the 5D. Let's break this down. 
The 3D is where the world has been functioning for a very long time. The fourth and fifth dimensions really began to be fully accessible and manifest at a much higher rate when Jesus embodied onto this earth. We know this because his consciousness was the soul that began to shift the ripple effect of consciousness to the level it is at now. His life somehow miraculously was able to impact and shift space-time continuum, BC 80, and open up the minds of billions to a place of to a place of being able to perceive, receive and magnetize the divine from within us and from all of our surrounds. So, in understanding this around Jesus, what I really want to go into is understanding the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. I was raised Christian, and yet somehow these things never fully landed for me in my consciousness until more recently when I started to understand what the Trinity represented and how I see it working within all of us in this space-time continuum. The whole Trinity works this way. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It's as simple as this. There is a governing masculine force. I say masculine because when you look at how energetics work, the masculine energy is the one that provides, that is present, and that protects. The feminine energy is the one that loves, that surrenders, and that devotes. In our world today, there is a God force that provides all things for us. A force of energy that flows between all matter and weaves together all things. It is what holds us, creates us, and blesses us with the lessons, gifts, and life itself. It's a masculine energy because of the nature of energy and how it is for us, the provider. This is God the Father, the lover of my soul. And all it asks is for us to be in the feminine role and surrender. Surrender what our minds perceive to be best. To allow ourselves to be humbled and to see the glory in all things. It asks us to love and be loved like a child. Hoping, believing and trusting in the total love, support and guidance of its perfect will for our lives. God our Father. Then we have God, the Holy Spirit, the divine within all of us. Within my body, sitting behind my rather chattery mind, is the witness. Have you ever stopped to sense that witness? On a side note, this is where the power of meditation comes in. Learning that we have a deeper layer of consciousness and we only truly discover this when we allow ourselves to be still, to sink deeper, and watch without attachment the conversation of the mind. If you've never tried this, I highly recommend it. It's a game changer for awakenings. You see, we have layers within us, and our deep-seated spirit is holy and divine because it has the unique ability to be able to witness our mind but with no attachment. It has the ability to emanate through us if we surrender and allow it to. 
to see and perceive and receive colors, messages, frequencies that magnetize and call in our beloved father, our beloved lover of life. Behind our minds is a divine power so great, it holds the ability to heal bodies, to bring new life into this world, to create gold from the lead, and to alchemize our suffering to rejoicing. The Holy Spirit within us is our divine anchor on this planet. It gives us that peace that surpasses understanding. It gives us the ability to see in times of darkness. And it is within us. The Holy Spirit. And then there is the sun. Or, as I see it, the divine that we witness in our fellow humans. Ask yourself this. How does God speak to us? Well, for me, through the miracles that happen in the world, through our own inner channeling in times of deep prayer and meditation, and then, of course, through humans. When you look into the eyes of another and realize you are one, when you listen to a speech and your whole body ripples in response, when someone sees you clearly, the real you, and you know you will never be the same and it never is. You know, to be a Christian means to be Christ-like. Not to be a devoted follower of Christ like a groupie who sings his songs and would die for him with no real understanding of who he is. But to be like him. To embody his energy the spirit of him. To live a life that reflects the fruit of the spirit. To be love, for love, through love. We are all made in the image of God. We are all mirrors of God. We are mirrors of truth, all shining our unique lights as perfect fractals of the multifaceted ray of light that the divine is. We are divine. Life is divine. All things are divine. The 3D world or the matrix is based on the concept that there is no divine and that we need to fight force and pressure to gain. It's that survival of the fittest mindset that everything is better in its separation. And isn't that how we live now? From iPhones to TV sets to credit cards to houses, everything has a category, a box, an individuality. The 3D world's foundations are grounded in the idea that life is linear, that we are achieving by moving forward and up, that we only get one life, that we die, that this whole journey is temporary. The matrix system is built on the foundations of separation. And what brings separation? Judgment. Let me repeat that. Judgment brings separation. Love brings connection. To be separated from love means to be separated from God. In this life, the only thing that separates us from the divine, from God, from the flow of abundance, is judgment. So let's drop in and ask the question, where did judgment originate from?
<laughs> the knowledge of good and evil. Yes, we're going back to Adam and Eve and the real fall of mankind. The fall came about because we chose to lower our consciousness to the form of perceiving through an ego and filling this ego with belief systems based on perceived and consumed knowledge. Before this knowledge was known, there was no separation and no judgment because we did not know. We could not say if something was good or bad, wonderful or tragic, because we did not have the lower vibration of consciousness that allowed us to begin to perceive with these ideas. Before knowledge, the world was in the 5D. It was pure light, all flowed. Death was an illusion and life was eternal. There was no knowledge or perception that created space for new ripples of consciousness to change the frequency in the earth. The 5D world is based on energy and connection. It's based on the concept of abundance, on cycle and flow, of dancing with doing and being in a place and space of oneness. In the 5D, everything is everywhere. We are all one. There is no loss or gain, just movements, waves and ripple effects. There is no end goal because the end of one cycle is the beginning of a bigger one, which becomes so expansive that one day it begins to contract and so it comes back down to a place of near nothingness and begins to spiral upward again. Each cycle and flow bring a new ripple of energy and each new ripple of energy connecting and dancing together with another one. If this all sounds very airy-fairy, Let's just think of it in quantum physics terms. Right. <laughs> is light a particle or a wave? Well, the answer is both. It's a wave until you recognize or perceive it, and then it forms into a particle that manifests into form. Just like all the theories of relativity and perception, our worlds, all matter, is directly affected in its reality, growth, and creation by how and when we see and perceive it. On a mathematical, scientific, significant level, this is proven to be true. Down to biologists understanding epigenetics or the biology of belief. Or if we want to put this more into layman's terms in a scientific way that you could understand it, Imagine your crush winks at you. What happens? You get butterflies. Okay, imagine your crush again, and imagine they walk past and completely blank you. You get a sinking stomach. Why? The way someone we desire perceives us has a physical effect on our bodies. It's energetics, guys. It's magic and it's science too. That's the 5D and 3D at play, the energy affecting the material. Both these paradigms are simultaneously at work in this very present moment. And then there's the 4D. This is the paradigm that I believe is most alive in our present society. You know all the life coaches suddenly popping up speaking about limiting beliefs, manifestation, quantum money work, understanding energetics. What about epigenetics, biology of belief, Joe Dispenser and his quantum healing meditations? Our spiritual business coaches 
who are self-made billionaires and who hold abundance codes. Basically, these are souls who awakened from the 3D paradigm of being and have connected to the 5D flow of consciousness and are able to bridge the gap. The 4D is that gap. In a funny way, they are the biggest Christians around because they are doing for so many is helping the world remember the divine within us as individuals and as a collective. And by doing so, they're allowing us to begin to connect in unity. We're removing judgment and we're coming back to love. We, as the souls who embodied and created the collective consciousness on this planet, are on a mission to go back to how it all began. Our human evolutionary spiral is moving in an upward trajectory, expanding for all of us to reach awakenings and to come back to whole consciousness. And as individuals, we are all being required to level the fuck up. Bodies are purging, cells are changing rapidly. Awakenings are happening worldwide. The 3D paradigms and structures of separation are literally crumbling. Money, the fiat systems, governments, wars, religious sectors, sexual groupings, racial conflicts, it's all gone quite insane. Or I like to say, quantumed. Social media, NFTs, cryptocurrency. Within the past 100 years, there has been such a massive shift in consciousness and human functioning because within the quantum of space-time reality, the paradigms are shifting. They speak about the second coming of Christ consciousness. Well, for me, it's happening. With more and more souls awakening. More and more 4D workers plugging 3D souls into the 5D and coaching them into a new way of perceiving and being. The more we are beginning to then magnetize the 5D to a place and state of a new paradigm of being here, now. In these shifts, there is so much death. Like I said at the beginning of this podcast, it takes matter to burn for light to shine. The 5D is one conscious flow of perfect light which moves and is. The 3D world is filled with matter, shadows, dense energy. Our planet and the human form quite literally are the densest form of energy we know. The quantum atom has infinite mathematical space inside it. Yet these particles all come into such close vibrational field that they appear to your eye to be solid, like a mountain. You know that Bible verse? Faith, like a mustard seed, moves the mountain. It's because faith is the ability to believe in something we cannot perceive. Truly, there is no such thing as a densified solid mountain because there is infinite space between each particle and atom of that mountain. I know. It's a trip, but this whole human experience quite literally is just that, a trip, a short time in space-time continuum where we as souls embody and densify into matter so that we can raise consciousness through awakening from within. It's our journey of becoming like Christ, dying unto ourselves, being crucified, going into the gates of hell, or in human terms, allowing our ego or subconscious conditioned mind to break apart 
and then begin to resurrect to new levels of light and enlightenment. I believe the more our subconscious minds repattern and the more ego deaths we resurrect from, the more our bodies begin to heal, the more we embody our true nature and are closer to magnetizing Christ consciousness to us and through us. I know this happened for me. As a girl who was so sick, who had so many health problems, who was dying, who should have died many, many times, 10 surgeries, multiple medical conditions, and then I awoken. And when I did, my body healed, my weight dropped, the light came back into my eyes, and I began to perceive a world that was so different to one I had ever been trained to perceive and believe in. And yes, I truly think I am crazy. But what's more crazy? Living a life medication-free, deeply in love and in faith, witnessing miracles and healing lives through a perception that does not go with current reality of perception with most of society? Or is it crazy to live in that societal realm, be deeply medicated, heartbroken, sexually shamed, and lost in a whirlwind spiral of mental disease, physical disease, and heartbreak? Because I will choose the former, and I have, and I healed from the latter. As we enlighten as souls through our bodies and through our ego deaths, so we begin to manifest a new heaven and a new earth in this present moment. Bodies healing, humans rising, shame fading, love radiating, fiat systems crashing, hearts opening, abundance flowing, life growing. This is the new world. The shift is happening. It's intense. We are going to die many, many times and then rebirth lighter, awakened and whole. My questions that I guess I want to ask as I close this are as follows. What paradigm of consciousness are you choosing to live in? Do you believe there is a new one? Are you on the journey of many deaths and resurrections? Are you ready to ascend? Do you believe you are a vessel of love? And how deeply in surrender to the divine are you in your mind, in your body, in your soul, to life, to others, to you? The shifts are happening more and more. It's time for us to rise, to be in love, to be for love and to allow love to flow through us for others. If you made it to the end of this episode, that means you're truly committed to rediscovering you. And I am so, so proud of you. If you want to hear more, make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss any. If you're feeling that Oh my God, M, yes, I am so ready to rediscover myself and fall back in love with life. Then, babe, let's do this thing called life together. Head over to my website, mswain.com, and book an appointment to begin your juicy, beautiful journey of rediscovery today. And then, 
come over and join my ever-growing community on Instagram by following me at at mswain underscore coaching. I can't wait to connect. Until then, chat soon.